What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first full episode of the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our week six fantasy football stardom sit-ems. Now, we've been pretty good on the year. There's only been a couple bad ones, a couple bad, couple sits that went good, and a couple starts that shit the bed. There's only really been a few. So we're getting on track. We're back. Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you guys are new. Who You guys absolutely crushed it last week. Keep subscribing to the channel. And who was your stardom quarterback this week? Originally, I had Justin Fields, but that's probably a little bit too obvious. However, Daily Fantasy, feel free to roll him out there. My stardom quarterback this week, this is a guy that, you know, if you're in a 12-team league or, you know, your quarterback might be banged up, you can kind of rely on Dak Prescott going against the Chargers. Dak Prescott has been hearing a lot from everywhere. Just like Um, he always does for whatever reason. You know, he threw three picks against the Niners, and he is definitely hearing it. C.D. Lamb is hearing it. All of the Dallas Cowboys are hearing it how bad they are, how fraudulent they are. Now they're playing against a team that is the most fraudulent team in all football besides the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, Historically, they definitely are. Yeah. And they're at home. I I thought it was in the Chargers. No, it's in Dallas. Are you sure? Unless I wrote it wrong. I might have wrote it wrong, but... I'm like almost... Okay. Mm, All right. All right. It's in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does I set it up on the best bets. <laughs> um, oh, well. Doesn't matter. It's still in the dome. I'm not worried about the Chargers. No. I think Dak has a game. I, the Chargers' defense isn't good They're at terrible. all. Kellen uh, Moore ain't going to draw up anything, you know. So, give me Dak Prescott against the Chargers this week. Yeah, this is all. Uh, my starting quarterback this week is, again, if you're in a deeper quarterback league, super flex, 12-team league. I mean, your quarterbacks on by this week are Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett, so you probably ain't starting those guys week to week, especially the way Jordan loves him. It's Matthew Stafford, though, of the Los Angeles Rams playing against division rival Arizona Cardinals. Now, yeah, it's a division game, da-da-da, but the Cardinals' defense has been getting exposed the past few weeks. The Rams looked pretty good, and Matt Stafford is playing at a pretty high level, I feel like. The offense is clicking. The offensive line is buying him some time that he needs. They've kind of been throwing the ball around the yard. They got Cooper cut back. Puka Nakua is playing out of his mind. Tutu Atwell is still there catching touchdowns in the red zone from the one-yard line. And Kyron Williams has emerged to be a solid running back. The Rams have been kind of a shocking team this year. I know they shocked me. I did not think that they were going to be good this year. Ryan was confident in the offense. I wasn't at all. But they've seemed to have proved me wrong. I like starting Matt Stafford this week. If you're playing Daily Fantasy, might be pretty cheap on there. And if you're in a deeper quarterback league, pick up Matt Stafford and start him. Like, if you have a Deshaun Watson this week who might not play, or if he does play, he's playing against the Niners, start Matthew Stafford. There's some tough games this week where it's like, okay, starter has a tough matchup. He's not one of the upper echelon quarterbacks. So Matt Stafford is a pretty good option this week playing against the Cardinals. Jumping over to the sit side. Uh, I'm sitting C.J. Stroud this week. I against... need to find a sit-em receiver, so sorry to cut you off, but I still got to find a sit-em receiver. Thanks. Uh, I'm sitting C.J. Stroud this week against New Orleans. C.J. Stroud is a guy who he's been pretty solid this year, and he's probably seen some starting lineups. Last week against Atlanta, he didn't do too much. And going against New Orleans, I don't love the matchup. If you are in a super flex, C.J. Stroud is obviously a, a pretty good quarterback too, yeah. even against New Orleans. 
But in single quarterback leagues, I feel like there's guys that I would rather start. I would rather roll out a Dak Prescott, even though he hasn't done as good as C.J. Stroud this year. New Orleans is a pretty good defense. And, you know, I wouldn't really love that if I was, you know, playing with C.J. Stroud. New Orleans defense has been solid all season. Secondary is really good. And linebacker cores veterans. Cam Jordan's still there. So it's a defense that I wouldn't want to mess with. And I don't trust the rookie and CJ Stroud against them. However, after the bye, you know, you got Carolina. That's they're a decent defense too, but uh eh, they suck. <laughs> Respectfully. I'm the sitting them against Carolina. New Orleans this week. Yeah, um moving on to sit him quarterback this week. It's kicking the dog because the guy might not even play. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you're sitting to Sean Watson. I mean, yeah, they're coming off the bye, but he still hasn't practiced. He didn't practice today because of the shoulder injury. He's still battling a shoulder injury. Even if he does play, he's not going to be playing 100%. And he's playing against the best team in the NFL with the best defense in the NFL in the San Francisco 49ers. It's a bad matchup. They're going to be able to shut him down. I think if this anything, this is going to be a defensive game. I mean, the Niners just hung up whatever on Dallas, who's a really good defense. So that wouldn't surprise me. But either way, Deshaun Watson's not healthy. So if Deshaun Watson plays, do not start Deshaun Watson. Jumping over to the running back side, my first start on running back this week, it's James Cook against the Giants. Last week he did nothing at all against Jacksonville. Five carries for minus four yards. Damn, just not good at all. Nope. I think he bounces back against the Giants this week. It's extremely positive game script. They're going to get out early and often. Uh, the only problem is if they take out starters. That's the only way I feel like James Cook doesn't have a decent day. Yeah. Uh, Giants defense isn't anything at all. And I, I just I feel like James Cook is going to have a bounce back here. He's too... I don't know why they only gave him the ball five times. Barely threw it to him. I feel like they're going to get him more involved this week. And the Giants are a perfect team to do it. Yep. Start of the week at running back this week. Tonight's game, Isaiah Pacheco of the Chiefs. Again, I say it every week. The Broncos' defense is historically bad. Brees Hall just had a career game against them on the run. And... Isaiah Pacheco is just... He's him. Good enough. Yeah, I mean, I hate for that to be the reason. But the Broncos haven't been able to stop the run to save their lives. They've been getting gashed on the interior and exterior of their defensive line. Their linebacking core is very bad. The Broncos have nothing good going for them. I just, I they think they really just Chiefs, got Nick Benito. It's really the only kind of guy yeah, that's on the team. On the defense. That's our team, but yeah. he don't stop the run, you know what I mean? It's just Nick Justin Benito. Justin Simmons, eh? It's, literally, it's just Nick yeah. Benito and Pastor Team. Literally. But yeah, start Isaiah Pacheco this week. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown is like a mortal lock if you want a free little prop bet. It's going on my slip this week. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. Isaiah Pacheco is a start of the week. He's a must start this week. Speaking of anytime touchdown, potential RB1 of the week. Um, all the things that he said, Raheem Mostert against yeah. Carolina, a chant is was placed on IR. Jeff Wilson is still on IR. IR. Uh, Salvin Ahmed is the other option. So what I am telling you is, <laughs> Raheem Mostert's going to get the ball, and he don't need to get it that much in this offense that do really good. It just feels like he's going to get two touchdowns this week. Yeah, I mean, I, that that's just what it feels like. That's what the great game script is. 
they're not going to struggle against this Panthers defense. Dolphins are fine. It's going to be a good week for most of it. Yeah, and the more I think about this one, the more it scares me because this could literally be the week that Cam Akers is the RB1. But I think you should start Alex Madison versus the Bears. Listen, I know the Bears held Brian Robinson Jr. to 10 rushing yards, but I don't think that they have that same success this week against the Vikings. The Vikings have a very good offensive line. They're top two in pass pro rating this year for the O-line. And I think Alex Madison's going to be involved in the passing game as well. We've seen that since Cam Akers got there, kind of lit a fire under him as to be expected. And he's been holding on to the ball while he's been running hard. They've been using him in the passing game as well. So I think that this is a good week for Alex Madison and Alex Madison believers to start him and for him to finally emerge as the uh, emerged as the running back that everybody, including myself, kind of thought he would be this year in fantasy for the Vikings. It's a good matchup. In theory, it's solid game script. So, and I, I think he's going to be involved a lot in the passing game, especially with Jay Jettas on IR. Start Alex Madison this week. Jumping over to the sit side, I apologize a little bit for this one. I didn't realize that this guy hasn't done anything all year. <laughs> Who is it? So this might be way too obvious. Javante Williams against Kansas City. <laughs> um, is he even going to play? Yes, he's good to go, and that's why I did this. I think he's losing his job. Even if he doesn't lose his job, they're not going to stop giving the ball to McLaughlin. Nope. Or McLaughlin. I don't know if we know I his name. I thought it was McLaughlin. I don't know if we know his name. And P. Ryan's still in the mix. <laughs> this Broncos running back room isn't the greatest, and McLaughlin by far looks like he's the best. Mm-hmm. This game script is horrible. You know I should just say sit the whole entire Denver Broncos run game. <laughs> That's sit probably, the team. Just sit the team. If uh, you're starting yeah. the Bronco, you're down bad. I'm sorry. That was way too obvious. I didn't realize. <laughs> My first set of running back in the week, this might be tough. And I don't know how much capital you have in him. You might have traded for him. But it's Brees Hall of the New York Jets. The Eagles have yet to allow a 100-yard rusher. The Jets O-line's very banged up. I saw they just put Elijah Vera Tucker on IR today. And the Eagles D-line has been really good. I think they've maybe only allowed two rushing touchdowns on the year. I know Brian Robinson had 13 fantasy points against them, but it came from a touchdown. Again, it's tough because the Jets are kind of using Brees Hall like they did last year to make him the center of the offense and rely on Brees Hall and the defense to win them games. But I think this week's a really bad matchup. I don't think they match up against Philly well at all. So, again, I blame you. I don't blame you if you start him just because you might have to because Aaron Jones is on by, Najee's on by, depending on how your running back room looks. But I don't have Brees Hall in any leagues. But if I did, I would not be starting him this week. I would not be starting him in a daily fantasy. Do not start Brees Hall this week. Next up, this one's kind of iffy because this guy just popped off. And, I I mean, it's hard to sit somebody like that. It's the Colts running back room. Yeah. They initially said that Jonathan Taylor would be worked in slow. He's going to be more and more involved. 
And Zach Wilson, also, or Zach Moss, also isn't going anywhere. If I was to start one of the two, I would rather start Zach Moss. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor, probably not starting. I feel like yeah, I'm just going to have to see it before it keeps burning me. So, yeah. If you're going to start one, go with Zach Moss. Sit Jonathan Taylor. Playing against Jacksonville is not a good game script. In theory, they should get blown out. I know that Gardner Minshew's there and are only four point dogs. So, I if they hate s- Minshew. If they somehow like pull it off, then the running backs have a big day. But I don't see how they do that good against Jacksonville no. to where you have to start. Definitely Jonathan Taylor. If you have Zach Moss, I don't blame you for starting him. He just had 33 points. Ridiculous. It is what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, this is definitely kicking the dog, but I don't care. You're sitting the Browns running backs this week. Even if Watson... <laughs> like, if Watson doesn't play, DTR or PJ Walker are going to be the starters, and they might try and rely on the run game. But the Niners haven't allowed anything on the run this year. Just don't start a Brown. Yeah, this is not a good week to start a Cleveland Brown. I mean, if even Amari Cooper is tough. I know he was good before the bye. But it's just this is a really bad matchup for Cleveland with a an unhealthy Deshaun Watson. Jumping over to the receiver side. First start on this week. It is Drake London against Washington. Wow. Never thought I'd see um, the day. Yeah, it's it's messy. I don't even like it that myself. Uh, I think it's like a daily fantasy thing. And if you have Drake London, depending on the rest of your roster, you can throw him out there. Going up against Washington, I don't believe in their secondary. It's not good at all. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes has not looked good at he all. He started out really good, too. It's um, a shame. He's a little bit underweight. And I think teams are taking advantage of that. Uh, DJ Moore just hung up 230-something yards on this team himself. On eight receptions with three tutties. Yeah, and Drake London ain't going to do that. He's going to do even better. Um, (laughs) I I just feel like it's going to be a solid day for Drake London. You know, 70 yards and a touchdown, six catches. I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. And... He's probably pretty cheap in daily fantasy lineups. So. Yeah, he is. Um, you're starting DeAndre Hopkins this week at the Titans. D-Hop has kind of... He's been finding his rhythm in the offense, and the Titans have find, been finding a lot of ways to get him involved. He was very involved last week against... Who'd they play last week? Who? The Titans. The Titans played Colts. the Colts last week. He's very involved in that win or that loss. I can't believe the Colts won that game. He was very involved in the loss. He had a little, I think, ten targets, seven catches, just shy of a hundred yards. And yeah, I mean the Ravens and Titans always play each other well, but if you look at it, so do the Ravens and Steelers and Kenny Pickett on a banged up knee and George Pickens. George Pickens hung up 130 yards with a touchdown off seven targets. Very similar stat line to what D-Hop saw last week. And I think that Mike Vrabel is going to pick up on that and try and get D-Hop open down the field, try and get him open in space, and use him heavily because the Ravens are always pretty good against Derrick Henry. So someone on the offense has to produce. It's going to be D-Hop. You don't have much capital in him. Start him. Speaking of don't have much capital in him, start him. Adam Thielen got up yeah. against Miami. He's only 68% started in sleeper leagues right now. So 
I feel like that number needs to be improved to the 90 percentile. Um, Probably. Going up against Miami, it's not the best matchup. However, you know, if they get blown out, he's still going to have a productive day in the second half. Past four weeks, 17, 26, 12, 22. I mean, if you drafted Adam Thielen, you are really, really happy right now. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be similar production against Miami. Uh, he's probably borderline wide receiver one. He's probably like in that in that range of like wide receiver ten to ten to fifteen, I would say. And you know he's wide receiver ten right now, and I think he's going to finish around there this week. So yeah, he's been balling, and I would I would ride till the wheels fall off. Yeah, I think you have to. Um, you're also starting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receivers this week. Now Mike Evans is. Dealing with the hamstring. Not sure his status. I think he was limited today. And Chris Godwin has also been very good this season. Baker's looked really good. I know the Lions defense has been looking pretty good. I know that they've been very good against the run. But that's why we're starting to box wide receivers. We saw what Adam Thielen did to him last week. What did he hang up? 20 fantasy points on him? 20 plus? 22. 22 points. He had a lot of targets, a lot of catches, over 100 yards. I mean, this could be a game where the, they're kind of just throwing the ball around the yard. The Bucks probably aren't going to be able to get a rhythm going in the run game, as we've seen from them this season due to their tough schedule. So they're coming off the bye. Mike Evans is getting healthier, and Baker's looked good. I mean, it, all signs point to this game to be a high scorer. Tampa could even pull out the win, depending on Jameer Gibbs, who's been a non-factor, <laughs> and Amon Ross St. Brown, who was limited at practice today. But I think I would conf- – I mean, you got you got to start Mike Evans, obviously. But even Chris Godwin, there's been some questions with starting him every week or not. Start the Bucs receivers this week. It's it's simple as that. Jumping over to the sit side, first one is a little bit of a probably luxurious one that I don't blame you if you start him. Debo Samuel against Cleveland. One, the matchup isn't good. The over-under this week is like 37. Yeah. It's, 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 like, yeah, it's low. Doesn't scream high-scoring affair and – I feel like the wide receiver one in San Francisco is Brandon Ayuk. So when you combine these things, it's even supposed to rain, I believe. So when you add up everything together, potential bad weather. Definitely if it's bad weather, I'm not starting him. No. Uh, tough defense, low over under. It just screams a midday. And I'm probably sending out Adam Thielen over Debo. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. I mean, it's, you know, some people would probably say I'm crazy, but I, that's what I would do personally. And so Debo's a sit him this week. I don't I don't blame you if you start him because it yeah. might be getting too cute. So ask us our opinion if you wanted to. Um, don't, yeah. like, sit him over. Don't start, like, Tyler Lockett over him. But, you know. I mean, yeah, the Niners with fantasy, it's tough because you know every week it's going to be Christian McCaffrey and one of the pass catchers. Last week it was McCaffrey and Kittle. Kittle caught three tutties. Tight end day. We've seen weeks where it's been McCaffrey and Ayuk. We've seen weeks it's been McCaffrey, Debo. It's tough with the Niners if it's not Christian McCaffrey because he's really the only one that's going to guarantee you production and touches. So, again, that's why I gamble. I don't blame you for sitting Debo just like Ryan. Um, my first sit receivers of the week. I'm, I said sit the Washington football team, commanders, wide receivers. It's tough. McLaurin didn't do anything really last week. I think he finished with eight fantasy points. Jahan Dotson hasn't done anything all year. Again, I talked about it Monday. There was times where Washington was sending out Diami Brown in, like, must-score drives 
they're sending out Diamond Brown, Jamison Crowder, and Byron Pringle. Like, I mean, Dotson could be in the doghouse, but it's extremely hard to believe $17-20 million a year Terry McLaurin's in the doghouse. I don't know what it is. I guess they're... I mean, Eric Bannamy might just be trying to be the Chiefs and spread the ball around, but that's not what you do with this personnel. Again, it is a tough matchup against a Falcons defense and a Falcons secondary that's been pretty solid all year. Safety play has been good. Cornerback play has been good. And Washington has been very, very bad at times this year. So I think you sit the Washington receivers confidently. My final sit on pass catcher is Darren Waller Kicking going up shit out against the dog. Buffalo this week. Uh, you know, last week he did decent against Miami. However, I just... I don't like Darren Waller that much in fantasy. Um, going up against Buffalo, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, Tyrod Taylor is probably going to be force-feeding him the ball because he did it back in Buffalo with Charles Clay. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's gross, ain't it? Uh, Charles so Clay. He's going to get the targets, and if you're in a position where that's all you need, it's all you want, you're in a PPR or tight end premium, I wouldn't blame you for starting him because I feel like he's going to catch the ball six times for 30 yards. <laughs> I'll take nine points out of him. Shit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I think he's going to get this week because the Giants' offense is going to be horrible. There is a very decent chance that Buffalo just takes out the middle of the field and just makes Tyrod Taylor pass it on the outside. I think it might get messy. I would rather start a Logan Thomas over him, who is playing against Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's secondary. Really bad. They're really bad against tight ends. Yeah, tight ends are not very good. And Logan Thomas is sitting out there in some fantasy leagues. I literally picked him up this morning off of waivers. So, so Logan was, Thomas, I'd rather have over Darren Waller. Yeah, and for my final sit and receiver of the week, Nico Collins. I know he's had a really good year. He's beat pretty much most of his career highs. Only been in the league a short amount of time. I get it. But again, it draws a Saints matchup that's been pretty good on all facets facets of the defense. I mean, again, playing a Saints defense as a rookie quarterback is similar to playing against, like, the Ravens defense. Like, they're going to have success no matter what, and they're going to try and expose a rookie quarterback. Tank Dell is probably not playing this week again with the concussion. So it is Nico Collins. He is the receiver one. But, again, Marshawn Lattimore's out there to cover him if he's on that side. Honey Badger's over top. Tyron Matthew playing over top, who just had a great game against New England. Is it Marcus May on the other side? Marcus May is suspended, I think. I don't know if he's going to say I saw he got suspended a little bit ago. But, yeah, Sid Nico Collins this week. It's not a good matchup. Thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you're new, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya. Peace.